just slow down and, you know, be in the moment and don't get too far ahead of yourself and don't make it super, super serious if it's not, because there's always someone else who's dealing with something that's a little bit more difficult. So have perspective. What is going on, hurdlers? Let me be one of the first to wish you Happy New Year 2021. We made it. Man, that feels good. Emily Abadi here, bringing you the fifth and final day of the Turning the Page series from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I sit down with inspiring individuals to chat about everything from their big wins to how they've gotten through some of life's toughest moments. On the show, you can expect vulnerability, motivation, and candid discussions with everyone from top athletes to aspiring entrepreneurs on what it really takes to follow your passions. My mission is simple, to inspire you to be your best self, move with intention, and have some fun along the way. I'm sitting here smiling because this week has been really special for me, not just because of the awesome conversations that I've had the privilege of having and then bringing to you here on the Hurdle feed, but because Hurdle is officially three years old. I know, I know it grows up so fast. I'm I'm so lamely excited about this milestone and more so because of everything that happened in this big year in 2020. 2020 was a tough one for so many of us, myself included, don't get me wrong, but a really beautiful opportunity to, you know, take Hurdle to a different place. Now Hurdle is publishing typically three times a week, something I couldn't have even fathomed when I started the show going in to 2018. And alas, here we are. And I am so thankful for every single one of the almost at this point, 2.75 million downloads of this little thing I dreamt up in my New York City apartment. I've been rambling here for a minute, kind of burying the lead (laughs) because today's episode is with none other than Des Linden. She's an Olympian. She's one of your favorite runners. I know she is. And just an all around amazing person, a hilarious human and someone that I am so grateful to have had the opportunity to interview multiple times now. For today's episode, in true Des fashion, we are talking about how to get through hard things, how Des navigated the year that was, and her highlights of the year as well, including what will now always be referred to by runners everywhere as Des-tober, aka October, where the runner literally ran every single day of the month the mileage of the day, one mile for October 1, two miles for October 2, three miles for October 3. You see where I'm going with this. As you can imagine, it definitely got up there toward the end and she shares with me her real feelings about running that kind of mileage, how she how she navigated it and what it made her consider for the years to come. 
not giving you any spoiler alerts just yet. We also talk about the tools and tricks that she used to get through those tough days, how she felt to finally race at least just once toward the end of the year after not doing so since February and so much more. Before we get into it today, you know I've got to give some love to my sponsor at Athletic Greens. Des is a runner. I am a runner. If you too are a runner or simply just an athlete, then you know how particular we can be about our must-have things. Whether that's a sports bra, whether that's a wearable, there are so many things that we can be very specific about. And for me, I have always been really careful about what I am putting into my body, especially around the time when I'm heading out and lacing up. For me, I drink Athletic Greens right when I come back in from my run, and it is the ideal way for me to get in 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that are nutrient-rich in anti-inflammatory and antioxidant compounds that nourish my training. Plus, it tastes great. I can't stress that enough. I think this is probably the most popular question I get about Athletic Greens. What does it taste like? It is not grassy like so many other beverages that I have tried in this vein in the past. In fact, it's got a hint of sweetness that makes it just something to look forward to every day. Of course, Athletic Greens has an awesome offer for Hurdle listeners. With your first purchase today, get a free year's supply of vitamin D as well as five free travel packs. Head on over to athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle to get your free stuff today, five free travel packs as well as a year's supply of vitamin D. No code necessary. As always, you know what I'm looking for. Tag Hurdle over on Instagram at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi as you are listening today. And as the biggest thank you, celebrating three years of Hurdle, the only thing I want for my birthday, (laughs) because it's mine after all, is an iTunes store rating and review. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show. Let me know what you like, what you love. It means the world to me. Thanks for hanging with me this week. I've got another special series coming at you fast next week. So stay tuned. We're only going up from here. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am sitting down with the one and only Des Linden, professional runner, professional athlete. Des, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, as well as can be expected, right? As well as can be expected. It's been a while since we chatted. We chatted at like the very beginning of the pandemic. In fact, this was coming to meet you to what would have been record in person would have been for me the last trip I almost took before I never left my apartment again. (laughs) Yeah, it was the first uh, flights canceled. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, what a bummer. It was a bummer, but we still made it happen. And to date now, the Des Linden episode of Hurdle, one of the most popular, not surprised. (laughs) Talk to me about how, you know, the year has gone for you. Yeah, it's been um, wild. And I think for everyone, there's no blueprint. There's no playbook for how to manage. So 
it's been interesting and I hate to say fun because this is a horrible time, but it's, it challenges are always kind of fun. Like you find out a lot about yourself. You dig a little deeper than you thought you could and make some pivots. And it's just all interesting at the end. And if you learn and um, get better from it, then it's not a lost cause, I suppose. Talk to me about what you had planned for the year and then what you did instead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So the beginning of the year, this time last year, we we're announcing we're going to do the trials and then we're going to bounce back and go to Boston. And, you know, hopefully we'll be on that team um, and have a really big summer lined up. So it was all this exciting stuff. Did not make the team, which was a bummer. You know, it was a, such a tough race and I was fourth and you kind of look at that and it's it just sits in your gut wrong and you go, all right, this is fine. We got Boston to turn around and um, at least make it right. And then that just got pulled from the schedule. So it it was tough kind of figuring out because you just look at that last race and go, okay, this is uh, the defining moment. And I really just want to write this wrong. And so when Boston was postponed, I guess, initially, I tried to, I was super motivated. Like maybe we'll get on the track. We had all these big plans and then things just kept falling off pretty rapidly. And so I had to hit pause and uh, just readjust. Can we talk about the mentality of maybe I'll get on the track? Because <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously so different going from the marathon to the track. So when someone like you thinks that, where's your head at? <laughs> yeah, I think I was just super motivated to get in another trials. It is different, but it's a different, it's, you know, it's another one of those challenges where you go like, I've done this before. Uh, let's see if I still got it in me. As long as you're not flirting with a long-term injury, it's just getting comfortable being uncomfortable, but in a different way. And and so that was kind of interesting. You know, then obviously there's a pivot there too, but I was enjoying doing that work and kind of tackling the shorter stuff. And I think it still pays off uh, eventually, but just a different mentality. Different mentality. So what has running looked like for you in 2020? Yeah, it's been pretty much all over the board. It's looked like a lot of different things. And so, um, you know, it was hit reset, formulate a new plan, because I feel like we kind of went all chips in with this trials, Boston, you know, that's a bunch of races in a row. Um, and then it was like, okay, these are all, we're going to pull the chips back here and replan this bet. Um, and now it's kind of looked like a, a long game where, go, okay, well, how many more years can I do this if I'm patient and sort of dole out the energy correctly? Um, and so that looked like a break. So it took a, a nice, about a month off from running where I just let myself recover and get out of shape and then uh, slowly built back up into shape and then kind of got a little bit bored. So in October, we did um, this calendar club challenge that was uh, just a ton of mileage, but really, really fun. Um, and then in the middle of that challenge in October, where I was running the mileage of the day of the month. So October 1st, one mile, October 15, 15 miles, October 30th, 30 miles. So it adds up late, but in the middle of that month, I think Josh came to me and said, Hey, uh, there might be a race in Mississippi. Would you want to do that? And when things fall into your lap, you don't really overthink it. You go, yeah, I'll give it a try and see what we can do. And so just coming off of that now. So it's been like one of everything and none of it's been great, but a lot of it's been fun. And it's all kind of the holding pattern right now. None of it's been great, but a lot of it's (laughs) been fun. (laughs) I love that perspective on it. (laughs) 
I mean, when was the last time that you took a month completely off of running? Um, would have been 2017. At the latter yeah. half of the year, right? Yeah. Did it feel different this time taking time off of running than it did then? Yeah, I was more itchy to run this time. Like I kind of, I, I knew I needed the time off, um, but I wanted to be preparing for something. And then it was also like, well, there's really nothing to prepare for right now. So just like suck it up and let your legs freshen up a bit. So it was, it was definitely different than in 17 where I was like, I really just need a break. On the note of there's nothing to prepare for right now. I'm sure you've been hearing from a lot of the people that you communicate with, whether it be on Twitter or elsewhere, as I have been hearing just this feedback of, I don't know what to do with my running because there is quote unquote, nothing to prepare for right now. What do you say to that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a thing that changes all the time and discipline super important, I think. So it's not always going to be a motivation thing that gets you going. And maybe it's not having that motivation out there, but you can still stay disciplined. But if it's just like general fatigue and frustration, also you got to go easy on yourself too. give yourself a break and allow yourself to miss it a little bit, you know, and then when you go, oh, shoot, I really want to go running. Well, you still have plenty of time to get ready because there's still nothing on the schedule. (laughs) So unless you find a random race in Mississippi to go to. (laughs) Exactly. And they're popping up, they're really small and they're really strange. And um, everyone has a mask on at the start and we're all spread out and there's no fans. So even when you get back into it, it's going to look different. You just have to, um, I don't know, be, be super flexible about the attitude. So first I want to ask you more about what that race was like and also like maybe a lesson you took away from the fact that it was so different. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the folks down there um, who are able to pull something off right now. I think it's a lot of planning and hard work Um, and they were certainly cautious about things and if it all felt safe enough. So that was um, good to kind of just experience, but It is very, very different in like these corrals are set up so far apart and there's, you know, a start gun and a few people start, Um, you know, then there's not anybody along the course. So you just have to, again, it goes back to that motivation. Um, If you get really amped up by big crowds of large stage, uh, you're going to have to just really adapt what your expectations are. Um, and also be disciplined when it, even, even if you're out there and you choose to race, like dig into the things that work and, um, you know, keep plugging away, but expect, don't expect it to be the same. Yeah. And I mean, when you think about this year, spending so much time at home, way much more time than (laughs) you're used to, how has that, how has that been for you? The, the lack of travel and the, and the being in one place. Yeah, it was awesome at first. I was like, oh, I love being home. Summer's amazing. Like I get to run with the dogs every day, see Ryan all the time. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Mississippi because I need to take a break from those three things. Um, Like find me anything. I'll go anywhere and do a race uh, just to get some space. No, (laughs) Um, I I do feel like it's one of those things that um, I don't want to look back and be like, oh man, I really, we had this year where things were totally off the schedule and I didn't, you know, I should have done this or I could have accomplished that. Um, There's still stuff we can get done. And I've worked on like a ton of different projects that I can stay home and do. So it's been great. 
Um, and I, I don't think I'll be really excited for this period to end. And I hope I don't look back and go, well, I should have, could have, would have got that done. Yeah. I mean, on the reflection note, when you think about the year as a whole, what would you say have been maybe one or two of the biggest lessons that you're walking out of, of 2020 with? Yeah, I just say I probably already really hammered these down, but to simplify, I mean, you have to be flexible. You know, I can't, we can't have this idea in our head of what it's supposed to be. Um, and then be confronted with reality and go, oh no, I don't know how to adapt. Um, just be open to the possibility that things are going to look different and that you can still manage. And I think find the upside in crummy situations. There's always something positive that we can dig out of it. And whether it's time with the family, um, not getting on airplanes, uh, all of that stuff. I think, you know, we get into the grind and we're like, man, I wish I could just take a weekend home. So um, I think there's some really great things that have come out of this too. And I'm certainly going to appreciate those things. Aside from the time with your family, the time with your dogs, what has been something else unexpected to come from this year for you? I thought um, running the, the Destober miles was totally out of the blue. It was just a project that kind of like fell into our laps. Like, oh, this would be really fun to do. And just taking on that new challenge wasn't something I expected to be doing this year and uh, wasn't something I'd expect to really enjoy. Like you get into those late weeks and you're going 22 miles, 23 miles, 24 miles. But I, I just really got into the rhythm of it and had a lot of fun just going out running for the sake of running, which sounds like a funny thing to like be surprised by. But when we're training so hard towards the goal, um, this was just so different. And, you know, I, I liked that I was able to appreciate just going out for a run. I think there's something really beautiful in that too, as you kind of hinted at, just like this idea that there are some things that we do all of the time, day in and day out, but until you like take a step back and maybe think of it in a different way or approach it in a different way. Like you're never going to see it from that different lens. Mm -hmm. It's like the two, the trees in the forest analogy. Like sometimes you're just <laughs> too in it to realize that it's beautiful. Right. When you, uh, when you were doing Destober previous to that, um, I mean, because you were probably racking up mileage you've never racked up before in your life. What was the farthest that you had run? 26.2 miles. <laughs> <laughs> So I stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the limit for me. That's so, I mean, what did you learn about yourself getting into those like later upper, I mean, beyond the 26? I really enjoyed it. I think that I tended to, like, it got me in pretty decent shape. I thrive off of those big miles. And like I, towards the end, I was, you know, closing out those runs stronger and stronger each day, which was really kind of cool and different and interesting. So I think there's capacity to, you know, move up to the longer stuff eventually and um, have some fun with that. Like I enjoyed it. So I think I would enjoy training for uh, some of the longer distances. Casual. Just Des <laughs> announcing her candidacy to be the next great ultra marathoner. <laughs> would you, would you be like a trail ultra marathoner or would you be like a road ultra marathoner? Probably uh, road just because limited trail uh, training out here and all the trail stuff is at altitude where then that's a whole different ballpark where you're like oh. climbing into the thousands of feet above here and it's all thin. You know, like it's miserable. all thin up there. Yeah, no one wants breathe. to be there. <laughs> what, uh, what sneaker 
were you running in the most in October? Was there one more than others? I usually, I was going to say glycerin because that's what I always run in, but I was in the ghost quite a bit. That was just uh, a really good shoe. I did. I've never really worn the levitate too much. And I started using that a good amount, um, glycerin and then ghost, but ghost was kind of the, the taking the ground to the mileage. What excites you about 2021? Mm, I feel like fresh start. There's just that. So people are going to be hopeful, uh, whether or not that goes better or worse than last year, who knows, but the idea of turning a page and feeling like it's a fresh start. is always nice. Um, getting back to racing. I think that that really feel like that's going to happen by summer, fall. So that'll be really fun to get back to. Um, and trying new, new things, you know, I think, uh, this has been fun where I'm going to do the commentating for the marathon project and that's been great. Yeah. So there's just, I have my hands in a few different projects and like getting to do does was like, there's nothing elite running about that, but it's like, let's connect the, the runners who do the activity with the people who do the sport and let's bridge that gap just a little bit. And so, um, having that community was really cool. And so things like that, I think we'll be able to do a few more of the, uh, those types of things in the future. When like situations are really tough for you. And I mean, obviously it's hard not to reflect on like the, the Des that we know, which was like tough Boston, but beyond tough Boston, like when we think about when stuff's hard, like 2020, what do you keep going back to when you're handling tough times? Is there like one mantra or one like mental state, or do you put yourself back in like one specific place? Because I'm sure that so many people, when they go through tough stuff, they're like, well, if Des could do Boston, then I can do tough stuff. So what does Des think about? I wish it were really profound, but it's kind of like, don't take things too seriously. I guess it's just running or, you know, it's just coffee that we're roasting or whatever it may be. It's like, just slow down and, you know, be in the moment and don't get too far ahead of yourself and don't make it super, super serious if it's not, because there's always someone else who's dealing with something that's a little bit more difficult. So have perspective. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned the highlight of Destober being so awesome. I think that because the year has just been so wishy-washy, so many people are like, the whole thing was a wash. If I was to ask you about like one of your highlights from the year, what's the highlight? Um, I mean, uh, the trials seems like a low light, but I actually thought it was great. I mean, I got to race that field was incredible. The, I mean, Atlanta track club did such a great job with that event. It was just really special to be a part of that event. So results aside, I loved being in that race. And then you even throw in the results and you go, well, fourth is not, that's not too shabby. Like that's okay. Um, and so I thought that was, you know, that's an easy one to just put as a highlight. Have you received any stellar advice in 2020? Yeah. I mean, I get advice all the time and I like to pretend that I knew it all along, but um, how do you handle that? Like, how do you handle being someone that probably gets offered a lot of advice or like unsolicited feedback? It's okay. I mean, I think um, you kind of go to the core of it. Like, is this someone just like mansplaining for the sake of like talking or something? Or is this like someone who genuinely cares about me? and just trying to, you know, 
offer me something that can make me better. And um, most people are doing it with really good intentions. And so you latch on and go, okay, like I can find something here that's useful for me. <laughs> something in the midst yeah. of everything. Okay. <laughs> so we talked about 2021 being excited for racing right now. If you had an opportunity to look back at Des in March, being the wise Des you are in December, and you could offer her one piece of advice. What do you tell her leading into this pandemic? Don't go out too hard. We don't know where the finish line is and you don't want to be exhausted um, from doing puzzles right away. Space them out. <laughs> Space those puzzles yeah. out. Space them out, Des. What, uh, anything else you want to offer the hurdlers going into a new year? Any optimism? Anything you got? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, like I said, it's a fresh page and new opportunity. And that doesn't have to be the turn of the calendar year. It can be every single day. You know, you get to show up and see what the day's got for you and try to embrace the good and learn from the bad. Des, thanks so much for, for your time and for getting together with me. How do the hurdlers, if they don't already, which I'm sure most of them do, keep up with you, follow along with you, give me all the details. Yeah, I'm on the, the Twitter and the Instagram at des underscore linden and um you're probably gonna need to have some coffee to keep up with all of it so go to coffeebylt.com and get some delicious roasted beans i'm over <laughs> at emily body and at hurdle podcast another hurdle conquered catch you guys next time 